From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler. Former President Donald Trump came to town last week to tout a slate of seven Republican primary candidates that could remake Georgia as we know it. Eight months from now, the people of Georgia are going to vote to fire the radical Democrats, and you're going to elect the wonderful friend of mine and a great man, a great senator, and a great man. David Perdue is your governor. We need him. We need him badly. Almost all of them are seeking to unseat incumbents, and almost all of them are going all in on lies about Georgia's election system and the 2020 results. Let me be very clear, very clear. In the state of Georgia, thanks to Brian Kemp, our elections in 2020 were absolutely stolen. Beyond pushing the false claims, what else are these campaigns offering voters? With many of them lagging and fundraising in the polls, is this insurgency destined to fizzle out? And what does that mean for 2022 and beyond? This week, we dig deeper into the Trump slate's impact on Georgia politics. DBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. It's a cold, windy night in commerce, about 90 minutes northeast of Atlanta, and former President Donald Trump is ready to roll. Wow, that's a big crowd of people. That's a big crowd of people, and they love David Perdue. He's going to be your next governor. He's going to do an incredible job. I want to tell you that it's great to be back in this incredible state where we did so well. We did so well, far better than anybody understands. But a lot of you do understand with thousands of proud, hardworking, freedom-loving American patriots, and that's exactly what you are. There are thousands of supporters at this rally for seven primary challengers, ranging from U.S. Senate to insurance commissioner, though it's a fraction of the attendance and the energy of massive events that drew upwards of 20,000 people to places like Valdosta, Perry, and Rome during Trump's 2020 re-election bid. Speaking of 2020, that's the main reason Trump came to Georgia. After narrowly losing the state's electoral votes and the overall presidential race, Trump has been singularly focused on punishing Republicans that did not overturn his defeat. But before we can defeat the Democrats, Socialists, and Communists, which is exactly what we're running against at the ballot box this fall, we first have to defeat the rhinos, sellouts, and the losers in the primaries this spring. We have a big primary coming out right here in your state. We're going to throw out a very, very sad situation that took place. Your rhino governor, Brian Kemp. And we're going to replace him with a very strong person and a fearless fighter and somebody that, frankly, got screwed in the last election, David Perdue. Never lost in his life. Unlike Kemp and his crony, Brad Raffensperger. David Perdue will never surrender to Stacey Abrams and the militant radical left. Not going to happen with your vote. Chief among Trump's naughty list is Brian Kemp, who, despite notching a number of strong conservative wins through his time in office so far, did not overturn the election because there was nothing he could do and no reason to try. 
Ryan Kemp is a turncoat, he's a coward, and he's a complete and total disaster. Many of Trump's endorsements stem from this beef with Kemp, who Trump endorsed in the 2018 GOP primary at the urging of David and Sonny Perdue. Vernon Jones, Democrat-turned-Trump booster, has his support for the wide-open 10th Congressional District primary after leaving the governor's race to clear a path for Purdue. They want us to believe that there was no fraud in Georgia. Joe Biden may have gotten 81 million votes, but he didn't get... Well, actually, 81 million people didn't vote for him. You and I both know that. In recent weeks, Trump has gone deep down the ballot to endorse long-shot candidates against Kemp allies like Insurance Commissioner John King and Attorney General Chris Carr. King's opponent, Patrick Witt, was endorsed not on his stances about what the office actually does, like elevator inspections and insurance fraud, but election integrity. Now, a lot of y'all don't know who I am, and even fewer of you actually know what the insurance commissioner does, so I hope to shed some light on that this afternoon. Witt then proceeded to talk mainly about Trump and against a bipartisan mental health care reform bill in the Georgia legislature. I'm going to keep your insurance costs low and keep every dollar in your pocket in this crazy, crazy Biden inflation economy. And more importantly, I'm going to keep your insurance from going woke. John Gordon, running against incumbent Chris Carr, launched his attorney general campaign with a broken website and a claim that the 2022 elections were stolen. And I am running because I witnessed the worst treatment of the best president of my entire lifetime. Gordon complained about being canceled on social media for posting false claims about the 2020 election and spent most of his speech talking about the past. As your attorney general, my first act will be to open an official investigation into the election of 2020. We are going to uncover the facts, we will expose the truth, and we are going to hold the people responsible accountable. It will never happen again. And, of course, Trump endorsed Congressman Jody Heiss to unseat Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who infamously rejected the former president's attempts to manipulate election results and, quote, find votes that were not there. We must, at this moment, have a secretary of state in Georgia who will do the job of that office and restore election integrity to this state and restore confidence that your vote counts, that only one vote is cast, one legal vote is cast, one legal vote is counted, nothing more, nothing less. We need a secretary of state right now in Georgia who will do everything possible to prosecute people who violate our election laws. If there are no consequences to cheating, these people will continue cheating. And we have laws for the purpose of prosecuting people who violate our laws, but we currently have a Secretary of State who seems to care less about the rule of law in our state as it relates to violators of our elections. State Senator Burt Jones earned Trump's endorsement to replace Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, a fellow Republican, after Duncan also pushed back against Trump's claims of a stolen election and announced he would not run for re-election. The elections, ladies and gentlemen, 
could have been so simple to fix. It could have been so simple to investigate, but so many of the people in leadership did not want to do that. And I can tell you right now, if you elect me a lieutenant governor, we're going to restore confidence in our elections process. Jones says he would get rid of the Dominion ballot marking devices that are part of a new $100 million plus voting system and eliminate drop boxes, which he voted for in Senate Bill 202 last year. Jones also made a pretty explicit case for why these candidates are putting all their eggs in the 2020 was stolen basket and trying to reach these base voters. Trump has endorsed more and more candidates, including several longshot challengers across the country, and his reputation's on the line, especially in Georgia. It will set the stage for 24 because all eyes will be on Georgia this year. And if we don't, if we don't win big, if we don't have a red wave, then it, does, it doesn't play well for us to put Donald Trump back in the White House in 2024. Closer to home, there is concern among Republicans that the Trump slate will fizzle out in the primary, but the vitriol and attacks against these incumbents could also hurt the GOP in November's general election, even though Democrats face dire odds nationally. For his part, Trump seems to be counting on it. If Brian Kemp is renominated, he will go down in flames at the ballot box because Stacey will steal it from him and humiliate him just like she brazenly stole the Georgia election from right under his nose in 2020, which hurt two senators and which hurt the presidential candidate. Who was that? That happened to be me. While Trump may still be a major player in the Republican Party for now, touting his endorsement and solely focusing on elections doesn't appear to be enough to get these candidates on top in polling or fundraising. Take David Perdue, for example. His talk about policy issues, albeit long-shot ones, like eliminating the state's income tax and undoing the state's recently announced deal bringing electric vehicle maker Rivian to East Georgia, did little to excite the crowd. Instead, the main thing to get this die-hard portion of the Republican base going is continuing to push false claims that 2020 was stolen. Purdue even smiled and gave a thumbs up when the crowd chanted, lock him up, after saying people, quote, responsible for that fraud should be imprisoned. And I'm fighting right now to find out what happened in 2020 and make sure that those people responsible for that fraud in 2020 go to jail. When he's been alone on the campaign trail, Purdue has not talked explicitly about the idea of a stolen election, though he claimed irregularities were present and Georgia's runoff law kept him from being elected despite, quote, winning in November. The rally in commerce marked the first time the former U.S. senator fully embraced the conspiracy and the lie that his election was taken from him and Trump. Let's get one thing straight. Let me be very clear, very clear. In the state of Georgia, Thanks to Brian Kemp, our elections in 2020 were absolutely stolen. Purdue also recently spoke at a rally held by far-right Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's made recent headlines for speaking at a white nationalist conference and making remarks sympathetic to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. While I've been out on the campaign trail, many Republican voters I've talked to say they still love Trump, but don't think his endorsements are on point this time. Only Herschel Walker, whose celebrity is a former Heisman Trophy winner and a campaign that hasn't really embraced voter fraud, seems like a shoe-in to win his primary. 
And ahead of this May 24th election, I'll leave you with this reminder from Trump himself about why he came to commerce over the weekend. It's still all about him. Mr. Future Governor, I hope, David, you're going to be the governor. I just wasted a hell of a lot of time here tonight. All right, David Bridges. Battleground Ballot Box from Georgia Public Broadcasting is produced by me, Stephen Fowler. Our editor this week is Grant Blankenship. Our engineers are Jake Cook and Jesse Neiswanger, who also wrote our theme music. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening. when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.